He got money, man. So he was able to cure that shit. That's what money can do, man. When you invest in some fucking movie theaters. Oh my god! I think this microphone's dying. We have to get a new one soon. All well, right. So what are you smoking on, man? Uh, this is some mango Kush. Mango Kush, huh? But what grower? Uh, Pacific Stone. It's just some old crap that was sitting around. Ah, Pacific Stone. It was the first weed bag I could find while I was sitting here. Because <laughs> you're just like, it's just all over the place. Like, oh shit. It uh, really kind of is, dude. It's uh, pretty absurd. Like, I'm really trying to start up a comedy show where I'm like giving out free weed. Like, everyone have to be definitely 21 and up so I don't get in trouble for it. But <coughs> I just have too much weed. Quick question, too. The last week, you said you're becoming a comedian's comedian. So, like... Like, so you're that good to where all the other comedians really do respect you like that? Because that's fucking cool. Yeah. Welcome to yet another episode of the podcast formerly known as the Ricky Williams Trilogy. Folks, you're here with John B. Easy Durnell, as well as Duke Thompson, and we're going to be talking about the NFL. Week one is about to get underway. I hope you've drafted your fantasy team well, and I hope you're ready for it. I hope you like who you got on your team. If you're sitting there with the starting quarterback as uh, Trey Lance, ooh, well, Hopefully the rest of your team is good. Folks, that being said, I sure as hell know it's not Zach Wilson because uh, he ain't playing. If you haven't been paying attention, folks, during the preseason, Zach Wilson went down, I want to say in the second preseason game, pretty heinous little hit. Looked like he was not doing well, had to hobble a little bit. It was like the first or second play, I think, of the either the second or the first preseason game. Can't quite remember because I don't really care about the Jets. But either way, he got hurt, banged up pretty bad. In a time where most teams are like, hey, don't use your starters because this kind of shit could happen. Well, that shit did happen to the Jets in a year in which they're thinking about the future. They got a lot of young bucks, a lot of hope, a lot of future possibilities well they're not going to see their quarterback until at least week four is what they say at least so they might start off oh and three that's what i kind of expected anyway right dude oh and three man you got flacco out there man you know they're going oh and four if he comes back feet flacco Yes, dude. Come on, dude. Get out of here. <laughs> Flacco going 0-4, man. They'll lose it Flacco every Flacco is not built for today's football. Dude, Flacco shouldn't even be out there, but the man needs a paycheck, so he's fucking signed on with the Jets, Well, dude. he didn't expect to actually have to do anything. Oh, do you he know, man? He didn't foresee this kid getting his ass blown up in the fucking first or second play of a preseason game. No, man, but you know what? It's the Jets. You know they're cursed, and they're gonna, it's going to yeah, happen like well, that, dude. They're not as cursed as some other teams. But that butt fumble is definitely something that has stained their team for a very long time. Sanchez, man. And actually, Sanchez is calling the Titans game this week. So I don't feel too good about this game, man. I really don't. I don't need the butt oh, fumble. Oh, he doesn't man. have any effect with what the actually butt happens fumble, on the dude. field. Occur- He's not going to make you all just butt fumble from above. There's, with Tannehill throwing that ball, man, fucking five, six interceptions, man. Well, I mean, that's a guarantee. To the Giants. To the Giants. I mean, he starts a postseason game with an interception and wonders why the next year 
they draft a quarterback early on. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, dude. (laughs) Well, back to quarterbacks. I feel bad for the Zach kid. You know, this is his second year. This is the year that he's supposed to try to, you know, separate himself and kind of prove what kind of quarterback he is. Because honestly, if they stink it up again, they're going to think that there's enough talent that's already there that they can work with that they will probably consider removing him and find something else because he didn't do amazing last year, but I mean, it's his first year, whatever, but he kept getting dinged up. And if you can't be on the field, you're basically worthless as far as a team is concerned. And now he's getting banged up some more. So they're not liking what they're getting there out of him. I'm sure. Uh, it's tough for the kid when he was drafted by the Jets. Uh, Jets do not have a great track record of taking care of their quarterbacks. Um, you know, he had hope, man. I um, feel bad for him. It was an ugly injury, too. I thought he was going to might be out for the whole year because it was just a way he fucking got hit. Yeah, man. well, they're saying as early as week four, and I kind of uh, smell bullshit. Dude. But, you know, I, 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 I can't say for certain. Like, I think that's what they're hopeful that he's back by. But, you know, my man might not be back till week six or week seven. You know? I mean, at that point, if the six, seven, eight losses, Ed, why would you come back? I mean. Well, because he has to prove that he needs to keep this job. I would, I would just test. He's got to go out there to to earn a job. I would test for you. The rest of that team probably wants him out there because if he looks good with them, then it kind of keeps their job hopes alive, you know, because they could be like, oh, well, look, they're gelling. There's just a, it was a bad start. Maybe we'll reconsider playing our starters during the preseason. You know, they'll look at things a little differently, but if they, start winning without him they ain't gonna care about him and if they don't win with him or without him they really aren't gonna care about him so uh it's tough either way jets are probably gonna not be that great of a team this year either way but this is just a blow that they didn't want yeah poor jet fans man feel bad for you um again maybe next year you'll find pay dirt and get that quarterback you always needed who knows man well you know and this is that fear of uh, injuries with your quarterback, your field general. Lamar Jackson hopefully doesn't get injured, but he does put himself in a very dangerous situation because here soon he is going to be starting this football season without an extension. That's right. His extension has not been finalized, everybody. Now, a man who has literally the biggest tattoo of a raven on his chest going to have to again find something else to put on there if he's going to be coaching or sorry quarterbacking a different team next season now like let's say like a jet can you easily turn a bird into a jet i don't know (laughs) (laughs) well maybe an eagle if jalen hurts doesn't work out oh there is that question as well there's been a lot of talk about quarterbacks not making it through the season which is Shocking. I don't think I've ever heard so much talk of quarterbacks being replaced before the season's even started. Jalen Hurts, they're talking about. And there's really no backup plan for the Eagles either way. So, like, he's going to have to be there. Now, on the other side of the USA, there's the Trey Lance situation with Jimmy Garoppolo. 
a lot of people are like, why the hell are y'all doing this? Now, a lot of it is interesting because if Trey Lance does well, then you have trade bait with Jimmy Garoppolo. But if he doesn't do well, then you just now have this dud, and I don't know what the fuck you're going to do with that. Oh, yeah. Um, everybody's been talking about that, too, with Trey Lance. You know, as you said, though, I think he he may not make it through the first six games. This is a backup plan, man. Because like you said, it's a risk reward, man. Because, hey, you know what? Hey, you may have to finally admit that that Trey Lance experiment just does not work out. My question is, how long does it go? Five, well, it probably six. won't go very long because from what I've been hearing, it's not great. Some days he looks great in practice. Other days he looks like he doesn't know how to throw a football. And you can't have that on the field on Sunday. I mean, definitely not. Now, you know, when other quarterbacks come into the league, you know, they've talked about him like they're that dude. Like Patrick Mahomes, they're like, that's that dude. Justin Herbert, they're like, that's that dude. Trey Lance. Dan said shit about that dude. Nope. Yeah, and the, and you know, pretty much everybody from his class, you know, they aren't really talking highly of. But I don't know. Either way, man, I'm not expecting a lot out of Trey Lance, and I don't think anybody should. The 49ers team is so stacked that I think they're going to try to hide behind the fact that he's not very good. But I think if it's as bad as people say it is, it's going to be exposed. Oh, absolutely. This is a high-caliber team. Um, But how much can you really hide him? Because, as you said, I've heard the same thing, man. Reporters from uh, newspapers up in San Francisco have been like, nah, man, this kid ain't it, man. Like, we have to move on, man. Like, we got to look to the future. It's like, dude, and then Jimmy G just sitting on the bench like, yeah, I'm coming in soon, Trey. I'm coming in. Yeah, and I I just don't know what this is supposed to do, if it's supposed to show the fan base that, hey, this is the best we're going to get is Jimmy G right now. We'll showcase what you think might be necessary. Like, we'll show you Trey Lance out there doing this, but once you see that he doesn't pass the eye test, then you'll let us just put in Jimmy G and finish the season that way. And then you have hope to get to playoffs and maybe make a run at it. Right, right. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what that looks like here soon. I mean, you know, there's going to be a lot of questions as far as the quarterback position is, especially in that division. Because you got, I mean, for fuck's sakes, Geno Smith apparently starting up there in Seattle. And I mean... Gino. You know what kind of debacle that's going to be when he's having to see Russell Wilson for the first week. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's going to be beautiful, man. Um, I hope that Russell just lights the ass on fire, man. And those four or five touchdowns for my fancy team there, Russell. I need you, man. Well, I, I really do believe that there's going to be a bit more struggle in this one than you would normally suspect. And it's only because the other team has seen this man for weeks after weeks after weeks. They know him. They know what he doesn't like. And they're going to make him uncomfortable. Now, I'm not going to say that he'll lose this game, but I don't think he's just going to be the high-flying scoring machine that you expect because, again, they know his weaknesses and his strengths. So I think that's going to be a bit of a 
block for him because again, like he did join the team just this year. I'm not to say that he probably doesn't already know the whole playbook, but I don't know if he knows it as well as he should. But hey, look, who knows? I don't know his work ethic. I assume it's better than you know, little baby Murray. Um, but because I've never heard of any contract where Wilson has to do some reading, uh, like that's never been put in any of his contracts in the past. So I think he should be fine. Well, it should be fun. Um, I just hope the Seahawks lose by at least two, maybe three touchdowns. Just so you think I can the Seahawks hear. will lose by three I, touchdowns. I, look, I just I live up here in Seattle. I gotta see the sea chickens flags all the time the 12th man It'd be fun just know they're not going to be winning a lot of games oh i know year. man you I should think, be fine with that but i want to see russell just put the nail in the coffin early this season so they start I just really play. i really don't think it's going to happen in this week because again you know how this game works man and these teams don't see each other very often but one team knows something about the other team more so than the other team knows about that team you know, because, I mean, you could say the same would be like, oh, but the other team knows Drew Locke, but they use a Drew Locke, so that ain't, it's not a factor, you know, like they're using Geno Smith, which is not like a player they would see on a regular basis anyway, because when he was playing for the Jets, that was a different division, you know. So, I don't know. I, I don't expect there to be like a serious advantage because one quarterback is more well-known by the team than the other because I think Geno Smith's just going to, be Geno Smith. He's not going to be that great. But I don't think Russell Wilson is going to shine so far above him because we're talking new team against your old team that knows you. I think there's going to be a little bit of problems with that. Now, and not to say that he doesn't know that defense, like he can't light them up. But I think there's just going to be a little bit more because he's less familiar with his team and they're more familiar with him, if that makes sense. That makes sense. I just hope for the theatrics of it that Russell just does some some amazing shit, and then they start changing. Yeah, I still think he'll win. I mean, I just want but to. I see still it, think man. it's going to be like any kind of landslide victory. I like hope you so. I just be. hope. I, I, I don't. Re- I just really it. don't see it working out that way. Just be- again, it's week one. It's a sloppy week. Oh, I know. He hasn't I, played. I, just, I don't. I don't I mean, it could turn out that way in the landslide, but I think the Seahawks organization understands that they have to keep this game close. They have to. But it would be funny. With though, that man. being said, it would just be funny. I mean, I don't I think it's going to happen. I just don't see that happening just because of what they had to do and what they have done. They're going to have to. I mean, again, I'm not saying they're going to have to win, but they can't let it get out of hand. <laughs> what would be out of hand for you, John? Like a t- If they lose seven. by three touches, that's out of hand. Oh, three touches. Man, I was thinking more like two. 17 points. No, for, uh, 17. For, I mean, like, because at that point, you know, they could have just maybe lost it in the fourth quarter. But if you if at the end of the game, if you're down by like three touchdowns, you most likely have been dominated for much of the game. And you can't get you no know, like, in, uh, garbage time too, man. If you can't score in garbage time, come on, people. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I'm saying like if they lose by three more, three or more touches, they got their asses handed to them. But if it was two touches where it's just like, you know, a couple of possessions, if they gone their way, they could have maybe pulled it out. That's completely a different story, but I just I don't I don't see it going to a point where like they get blown out of there. I just 
I, I don't think that's going to go down that way. But let's talk about getting blown out of some places or getting blown. I don't know. Uh, the Buffalo Bills coming over to L.A. Start off the season right, baby. We're having some fireworks in California. The Rams just coming off their Super Bowl victory here in Los Angeles. They're going to be raising a banner and hopefully beating the Buffalo Bills. Now, the Bills Mafia is already planning on coming out here. I'm sure they're going to break some tables and chairs and whatever the hell else they break when they go on their little trips. Um, there will definitely be a melee fight. I don't expect there to not be a fight between a Buffalo oh. Bills fan and a Rams fan. Uh, over under, man, at least two fights that they catch on no, camera. No, I can't, I can't put that in there because, oh. you know, we don't know. Do we count the fights in the parking lot? But yes. either way. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, if you <laughs> see it. As long as there's video footage of it, which, you know, yes. There's video footage. Because, like, dude, well, like, they're going to go at it, dude. We saw Rams fans go after Titans fans for, like, no reason, dude. They protect that house. I mean, there was a reason. Well, you know, but, he should have shut the hell but up. But it wasn't enough of a reason for <laughs> to that behavior. You, but, dude. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't ass. like he went up to him and was like, yo, I put my dick in your girl. Yeah, dude. He said, bye, Felicia. And then, the, and then that was enough <laughs> to incite rage. So uh, oh my yeah, God, it man. wasn't much, but it definitely it was, was enough. It was one of the funniest fights that we've ever seen, I got to say. I'm, well, I mean, it wasn't funny when homie got knocked cold. Oh, we didn't see his body, man. I didn't see that shit, man. I didn't know how bad it was. I just thought, like, I saw the one hit, and then I thought he just kind of went down, and the guy just said, oh, shit, it's time to go, man. Yeah, that one dude got knocked cold. Like I, I mean, you could see, like, his eyes just roll in the back of his head, and that shit would cold. Well, don't be talking My shit in a stadium, nothing. dude. That's another man's stadium like that. I'm sorry. You know, it's like, uh, well, you know, Rams fans, man. It's L.A., dude. It's all, man. Yeah, it's you, just, you just don't do I mean, like, we saw that, that in Kansas City. Just don't that do Broncos that. fan who got a little malady and that Samoan man shut him up. Took him, <laughs> took him back to Hawaii, dude. It was fucked up. Dude. You beat the mess out of him. Oh, but dude. either way, dude. I'm just saying, I expect this to be a pretty good game. The Bills are actually favored to win. And a lot of people are questioning that. And I guess a lot of it is just, you know, are they coming off of this Super Bowl hangover? Are the Rams the real deal without OBJ? Because now they don't have that same wide receiver core. They got Cooper Cup. Get out of here. Um, I I I think they're gonna be fine, but something tells me that maybe not, because when you have your star swinging helmets at people, something's going on. Yeah, Sam Donald. Um. <clears throat> That was just yeah, awful. Yeah, dude. Sam Darnold a couple weeks back was in a joint practice with the Bengals, and he's swinging helmets from other players. Like the other player's helmet, he's using it as a weapon, and he's swinging it at him. And Which, it's just like, all right, dude, Like if it was your helmet, that'd be one thing because at least your head is exposed. So you've taken someone else's helmet. Your head is still covered by a helmet, and now you're using a helmet as a weapon. And like something makes me think that you know maybe my man might have done one season too long. Like it's not like he's not pretty old as far as you know players are concerned. 
and maybe he's lost a step or he's lost a little strength and he's not happy about it and he's taking it out in a way that is not healthy. This I don't know. I don't <laughs> that's really. A, that's some deep shit there, John, man. I like that analyst, man. That's a good job, man. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like something's going on there, because dude. like you didn't hear this kind of behavior from him. And why would you behave this way now that you've won a Super Bowl? You'd think that would relieve some tension in your life, not add more on. I mean, you beat the hell out of bagels, dude. You fucking got like six sacks on Joey Burrow. Yeah. So yeah, like, exactly why I'm would saying. you give a shit with the team these. that you had beaten in the Super Bowl? So like maybe in these joint practices, he was not getting the ways that he thought he could get to the, you know, to the quarterback or, you know, the running back, whichever player he was going after. Maybe he was not able to get to them the way that he thought he could or should because of who he was or what he had been the year before. And maybe that frustrated him. I, I mean, I don't know for sure, but like that's, that's a bit above and beyond for a practice. It is, man. If this is the game and you just snorted a bunch of cocaine and you're out there, you're wild, blind, raging. Yeah, I get that. But, like, are you blowing face before a joint practice? Like, that Could be, man. Sense. It's L.A., dude. But I, I just don't know, man. I mean, I know he's probably still roided up. But you're not going to be. There's no need for extra PEDs on a joint practice. <laughs> you need to calm down there, Sam. Um, we don't need a void rage here in the NFL. Especially two helmets, man. Two. We saw Miles right. Garrett get away with one. It's like, dude, two. Wow. Yeah, it's just like, like inappropriate. You're you're going above and beyond. And again, you have a helmet on. Oh, I don't know if he did that. Or not. That's what makes it even worse. Is that you're not even swinging with your helmet off. You have a helmet on. I thought he got his ripped off. No, the well, at least the footage that I saw. He has a hel- his helmet is on and he's swinging this Bengals helmet like a madman. It's fucking appropriate, Ray. Inappropriate, Sam. It is inappropriate. It's like you can kill but, somebody uh, out there. Whatever. Dude. And of course, Either the way, LA got Rams this game against the Bills. Yeah. So and it's about time for us to start gussing. Oh, I got something to say. Um, oh yeah. Okay. I think Josh, we you said something before the podcast about how. People don't believe in Mahomes because he got beat by the Bengals in the AFC Championship game. Well, yeah, because he had a bad second half in a game. I, they, you know, and they try to act like no players ever had a bad second half in a game. You know, a lot of people are toting and riding high on the Colts, forgetting that Matt Ryan may have shit the bed the worst we have ever seen in any football game in our lifetime. The man had every reason to win a Super Bowl. All he had to do was kneel or maybe just fall on the ground holding the ball for a whole fourth quarter. And he still somehow lost this game. So they're still riding high on the Colts. They just don't like Patrick Mahomes because of one half in which he lost an AFC championship. But I, I, don't, I just don't get it because literally the week before he was in a shootout and everybody was sucking his dick. And he was in the shootout with who? Josh Allen, who lost Josh that shit. Allen. And now everybody's still saying that he's going to be okay. You know, he's still going to be elite and shit. And I'm just like, dude got like, like mentally abused and raped almost. Yeah. Like, I don't want to make Josh Allen, and, I yeah. will say more so than any other quarterback recently has been getting mentally abused. 
the media has touted him as one of the greatest to play. Ever. Like, ever. They're and calling every the Hall time of he now. gets close, he falls, and they're like, well, what's wrong with him? And it's not like he doesn't hear it or see it or understand it. It's, it's going to be a game with his mind now. Can he get his mind right enough to get this done? And I believe, here's my hot take, he will regress this year. I mean, I'm not saying the I Bills won't be good. I don't see a lot good, of regression. But I just, think I just don't homes, see a lot man. of postseason success. success. I still see that his regular season is probably going to be about the same unless he starts losing players around him. You know, if he's if he starts having guys drop left and right, but I think he is naturally talented enough that he can overcome a lot of shit. Okay. Um, you know, if a pocket breaks down, he's fast enough to get out of the way. Now, if he lost a step or two, yeah, he's probably going to be done. But he still has wheels, and I think that's going to save him more times than not. It'd just be interesting because nobody's talking about the hangover that the Bills may suffer. Because what was it? Was it the year before they lost the AFC Championship game to the Chiefs? Now, the year before, that's when you guys lost. The Titans lost. Okay. When, and then they. But they did get bounced out by. Was it the Titans? They got bounced out that season, too, and then they got bounced out the season before, like in the first round by maybe like, was it like the Texans or the Colts? I don't know, something stupid. But like, you know, like they keep getting knocked out well before they believe Josh Allen should be getting knocked out. So like, you know, like they're still kind of like, what's wrong with the Bills? Why aren't they like the Bills of the 90s? Why? Why? I don't know. I just, there's a lot, of, the hype train is real with the Bills right now. And yeah, but I'm um, just kind of like. They, I think it's just one of those that the NFL wants this. Kind of the push NFL it. wants it so bad. You know how the NFL gets where they just want something so bad that they will like force it into the ears of people for the media to hear it. Like with the Cleveland Browns, when they were trying to force them to be at least a decent team because they kept losing literally every damn game. Like they were trying to force them into being a good team by like having all this publicity around a team that wasn't winning shit. It's true. So I just like they just been pushing the Bills quite a lot. I'm just like, well, you know, the Chiefs are still there. I don't think Tyreek Hill is gonna be that big of a loss. It's not like they lost Kelsey too. I mean shit. Come on, man. No, they lost a number one wide receiver, but then picked up a different team's number one wide receiver. Now they act like Juju Smith-Schuster wasn't somebody that they were like lapping at the balls of. When he was over at the Steelers, they were like, Juju Smith-Schuster's the best oh. thing I've ever seen. Oh, when Juju, Juju the Chiefs, they're like, oh, he's just a regular S wide receiver. I'm like, what makes the difference between one place and the next? And us too, he has fucking Patrick Mahomes thrown to him. And you right. also instead do, of an aging Big Ben who was really looking rough in the backfield. And you guys drafted a rookie of the year candidate in my mind, Sky Moore. Yeah, I don't know. I, from I've what I've hopes. been hearing and seeing, I'm not too impressed. Well, he but, is, when it you was know, game who, time, who am I to real? say? Maybe, maybe this kid runs routes better than I think he does. Hey, he's just getting used to my homes. Could be a good year, man. Could be a good year. Oh, yeah. Look, I'm not 
concerned about the season as a whole. I'm just concerned with how people are bad-mouthing Patrick as if he can't get it done. And it's just like Tyreek Hill wasn't the only thing happening and it wasn't the only person he was passing to. So, like, why are we being so ignorant? I don't understand. It's just disrespectful, man. That's all it is. Yeah, it's probably just half that and racism. I didn't want to say You know how they get happy if there's any constant white running back. Well, I mean, like, Christian McCaffrey is still toted as one of the best running backs in football, yet he hasn't run the ball in two years. I felt bad for the person who drafted him this year's draft. I was like, who's going to take him, man? Who's well, going to take I mean, him? I thought about it, but... Uh, I was upset with uh, somebody picking Deshaun, man. It's like, damn, dude. Look, look, get out of here with this, man. We're not here talking about your beliefs on if... Uh, uh, Monica Jack, you didn't, should be drafted in fantasy football. You didn't draft him, me. That's all I'm saying. I didn't say I did, but I'm not asking your opinion on someone drafting a chronic ejaculator. If he wants to have uh, an empty slot on his team for that, that's his business. <laughs> chronic ejaculator, man. Well, <laughs> screw you, Deshaun. <laughs> he wouldn't put him right. off a lot of people. Hey, well. You didn't ruin anything for some people, but yeah, some people are going to be concerned uh, once he gets back on the field because he's just like, it doesn't really set a good precedent. But either way, let's start talking about this week. We got games. We got teams playing. And I think it's time for us to start making some picks. Now, week one starts off with the Buffalo Bills. Again, playing the L.A. Rams in L.A. And again, the Bills are favored to win. But you know what? I don't give a shit. I'm going to go with the Rams winning. Why? Here's what I'll tell you why. First and foremost, this is the first game of the season. I understand all the pressures on the Rams. There's going to be a lot of pressure on the Buffalo Bills. Do you want me to tell you what kind of pressure it is? Let me look at my phone here real quick because I, I don't have the exact temp right now. Temperature? Oh, yes. It's going to be 103 degrees No tomorrow. shit. Wow. Buffalo Bills ain't going to be able to handle that. Wow, now, granted, dude. We claim to be an indoor stadium. You've been here. It ain't indoor. It ain't indoor, that dude. That shit is outdoor. So it's going to be hot. Then Buffalo Bills are going to be sweating. They're going to be cramping. They ain't going to be ready for this. The Rams are going to win this game. Um, wow, dude. Because, uh, as you said, it is not a indoor stadium, people. It's more like a tent, a big metal tent covering a field. <laughs> you know, like that's a four billion dollar tent. And, man, 103, dude. And, man, it's going to be hot. Like, they're going to be playing at what, five o'clock. So five o'clock. That's about it's gonna it, still be a hundred degrees easily. Easily. Because that's on the west coast, that's when it gets hot. It's about three, four o'clock. So yeah, dude. Hell yeah, I'm yeah. going Rams, dude. I'm going Rams on this one. Oh yeah, dude. I'm not making these picks out of my ass. Like it's like you're gonna tell me the freezing cold Buffalo team is gonna come play in a hundred plus degrees their dude. first game. Nah, dude. They are fucked. It's gonna get hot on the field too, man. Shit. Oh yeah, it is, oh, dude. Like God, that, dude. that, 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 uh, ceiling or whatever. I feel like it just radiates heat coming through. Oh, you're trapping heat, man. It ain't yeah. escaping. 
Like, it ain't leaving. No, these, these guys are going to be struggling. Yes. It's not going to uh, be pretty. Let's get to our Sunday games. This is where all the, you know, eyes will be on Sunday mainly because, you know what? Everybody's fantasy teams are going to be in action. First, we got a game of the Saints and the Falcons. Now, the Falcons, everyone's really kind of talking about how, like, you know, this new rambunctious team they put together is going to be a little better than what people expect. My ass. Uh, I'm going to still go with the Saints being the victorious team in this one here. I know everyone's like, but Jameis Winston's a crab-stealing thug. I think he's going to get it done. Is he? I mean, we all make mistakes when we're youth, but Jameis will get it done this game. I know he will. He can see now. That's all he needed, man. He just couldn't see who's fucking throwing to. He's still throwing for like 4,500 yards. So, like, come on, people. Like, he's good. He's good. Yeah. I mean, it's no, not like no, he's I, just... I, I think everything is going to be perfectly fine as far as him in this season. I don't think it's going to be as good as the Saints hope. But I don't think it's going to be as bad as people expect. Well, I would rather have a guy that steals crab legs. Well, wait, never mind. Wow. Well, with that being said, let's go to a guy that I don't think ever stole any crab legs in Justin Fields. And he's going to be leading the Chicago Bears against Trey Lance and the 49ers. So at least this is a bunch of young quarterbacks going out there. You know, I mean, it's not really like Trey Lance is going to have to go out there and beat Tom Brady or something. He just has to look better than Justin Fields. Wow. Which I think could be possible. I mean, Justin Fields is coming out there with uh, not the greatest of wide receiver cores. They still didn't really help him as far as moving the offense down the field. So he's still going to have to generate a lot of this offense himself. I mean, I really think this is a battle of, you know, your two evils and what's the lesser of the two. I'm going to say the 49ers because they at least are a better overall team. And when both of these quarterbacks, I wouldn't really trust to, you know, go across the street and get me a bottle of water from a 7-Eleven without getting destroyed by a linebacker. I I just, uh, I'm going to have to just go with a better overall team. Uh, I was going to go with the Bears. But it's still the Bears. I'm going 49ers. They're just a better overall. Uh, I mean, there's a good chance for the Bears, seeing as it is a, a home game for them. They're starting off in Soldier Field. But I just, when you're looking at both quarterbacks are basically a flip of the coin, then you got to look at whatever else is happening on that team. And I feel like the 49ers have better components. True. Yeah, man, I feel that way, uh, too. Next, we've got the, St- go, go the Steelers and the Bengals. Uh, this is a divisional game. These guys uh, see each other often. They don't like each other. There's going to be a little hate, a little tension, especially because one team used to be on the top, and another team is now making their way to the top. Uh, Bengals being 6.5-point favorites in this one. I'm a little concerned that they might not be able to like cover that spread. But I still think they might get the victory. But the Bengals know how to bungle things up. And I think that they could really mess up this game. Because it's early in the season and everyone's saying how good they're supposed to be. 
And I always know anytime the Bengals are told that they're supposed to be good, they usually aren't. So this one is, I feel, is like a flip of the coin because it's a team that knows the other team. I'm still saying the Bengals, but I don't know. Man, I'm going to Steelers on this one. I think Tomlin's just going to have the team more prepared. Najee Harris is going to take off. TJ Watt's going to fucking just take over Burrow. Like you said, it's a divisional game. I just think that the Steelers are just more uh, better coached. Yeah, and it's not like Mitch Trubisky hasn't seen play before. I mean, the guy He's can throw the great. ball. I'm not saying well. I mean, <laughs> you know, like serviceable maybe. You kind of want him to throw it well at the NFL level. Yeah, but uh, like <laughs> they're kind of stuck because they don't want to put out Vida. Uh, what's his name? Not Ryder. Uh, uh, what is it? Pickett? Uh, Pitts or something? Pitts, yeah. They don't want to put him too soon. I mean, they may work him in maybe game three, four, five, but I Kansas. think this one, I think the uh, Super Bowl loss is going to stick with the Bengals, dude. I think they're going to come out cocky, and the Steelers is going to smack them around a little bit. Yeah, you know what? I'm not upset with that, with that call. Uh, next, we got the Eagles and the Lions. Oh, oh for real? Yeah, man, this one's a real hard one because, like, both teams are known for not playing well at the start of the season, and one team is known for not playing well for the whole season. So when you put it that way, it's just like, will the Eagles lose their opener like they often do, or will the Lions lose their opener like they often do? Uh, You know, one team's got to, I guess, win, and if that is the – case I'm going to go with the Lions Damn, only dude. because they're going to find some stupid early season victory and then it's going to be the Ooh, look at these Lions are they the new team I just second. know that's going to be the narrative man and it's just like it's really, it's really interesting. You know what's really funny is that I've also just kind of quickly noticed that the ESPN will show the weather if the game is outside, but they don't list SoFi as an outdoor stadium, even though I know that shit is. It's an outdoor stadium, straight up. There's no doors. They, exactly. I mean, dude. fucking like, there's, there's no windows like that shit, except on top, like. Y'all, this is not. A, this is an outdoor stadium that is disguised to be an indoor. So, yeah, I mean, we had a guy. Like, we had a pretty easy walk to go outside and uh, vape some shit, man. So, being like shit, dude. I don't get it, man. Like, I guess they want to keep it. Like, oh yeah, no, dude. Just because it's a desert doesn't mean it's an indoor. Stadium. They just wanted to be something new. Just something. But new who do you shot, got, Lions or Eagles? All right, man, I'm going to Lions on this one, man. I think they're going to be coming like, oh, look, it's the second coming of Jared Goff. Little baby hands can't lead okay, us. Okay, there's no going to be no second coming or anything. I'm not this saying. This is just going to be a situation of one team is not quite prepared for the start of the season. And I just think that's what the Eagles are going to do because I think the Eagles are trying to overcomplicate things, especially on the offensive side, because they want Hurts to do so well that I think it's going to overcomplicate things, at least in the first week, and he's okay. going to kind of get lost. Here's my Plus, hot take, but yeah. The Lions only have this week. You know what I'm saying? Like they have the new kid of Hutchinson, and they need to get it going from the jump 
Otherwise, he's going to fall into that same Lions we always lose mentality. And I think they're going to come out strong for one fucking week. Shock the world. And, and then they'll be right like, hey, the they were. but Jared Goff can play in the NFL. And then week two yeah, it's comes just, just going to be a one-week flash in the pan if it does happen. And be I mean, like, honestly, my heart leads more towards the Eagles, but my brain thinks that the Lions are going to pull Lions. off some garbage. All right, Lions, man. Now, next we've got the Patriots and the Dolphins. I want to say both of these teams are going to be producing at a higher level than they did the season before. Both kind of finished middle of the road, but I feel like both teams are going to be kind of making that extra jump. Uh, with that being said, though, I know Belichick is going to have his ducks in a row, but the Patriots do have a hard time when they go to the heat of Miami. I'm going to go with the Patriots, though. Wow. Interesting, man. Go with the old, good old Bill, man. Is it in Miami? Again, it's a divisional game. You're looking at a team that has a new coach coming out there versus a team that has a coach that's been there for a while, has set a precedent and a standard for what they want. They have a quarterback who is very okay with knowing his boundaries versus another quarterback that they want to extend his boundaries. I know with the addition of Tyreek Hill, that offense is definitely more dangerous, but it isn't like Belichick hadn't seen uh, Hill before and hadn't shut him down in even postseason play. That's so I, I'm not too concerned about the matchups he's going to put against him. I'm more concerned about one quarterback maybe playing a little too far out of his means with a new coach. It's interesting, man. Um, let's say what is going to be the temperature on Sunday. 92 down there. So with the humidity, probably be about feeling like 100 maybe. Yeah, probably about 98. 90. I mean, it's not going to be pleasant. Oh, and with chance of thunderstorms too. Interesting. Ugh, uh, that's just going to raise the humidity. Um, let's say So I'm going to go Dolphins with a sh- uh, upset because the media is going to be all like, Oh, well, I don't think it'll be an upset. I think the Dolphins are the team that is scheduled to win, so that oh, is not an upset. Oh shit! I didn't know that. I thought that uh, they would still put the Patriots like maybe. Oh no, no, no! I mean, this is a new Patriots team. This is a Patriots team that people are down on. I think that's when they're probably the most dangerous. Speaking of danger, Ravens, Jets, Jets are in a dangerous position of starting off just awful. I mean, like. Let's just let's just go through this. Again, they're not going to have their quarterback for a few weeks. They're going to be going against a good Ravens team, an interesting Browns team, a good Bengals team, and possibly a Steelers team before their quarterback comes back. That's just, ooh, that's not going to be pretty. But... With that being said, though, they are going to lose definitely to the Ravens this first week. I hope it's not ugly. I mean, they're going to be playing against Cement Feet Flacco, so there's not going to be a lot of movement. Uh, True. Easy pick. That's a chalk Ravens. All right. 
Next, we've got the Browns. Oh, sorry. I'm going a little ahead of myself. Next, we've got the Jaguars and the Commanders. It's like I don't recognize the Commanders as a football team because, you know, who are they? But the Commanders, the Washington team, are going to be led by Carson Wentz, a man that is going to get broken because that's just what happens to Washington quarterbacks against a guy that people hope isn't broken already because he was working with Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, and the Jaguars. Now, I'm going to lean towards that the Jaguars have somehow figured things out. So I'm going to pick them. But if they lose this one, I'm done with them. Uh, yeah. Jags, man. Yeah, it's just on paper, they're supposed to be better. They're healed. They're healthy. They should have everything. They believe in Trevor Lawrence. Everyone's like, this guy's amazing. But if he doesn't do it this first week, I'm pretty sure we know what he's going to be, and then we can just start chalking off losses for the Jaguars until he's no longer their quarterback. Uh, next, we've got the Cleveland Browns and the Carolina Panthers. Uh, both are going to be uh, starting off the season in an interesting vibe. You know, we got one who's gotten rid of their girlfriend and sent her over to the Panthers, and then now their new girlfriend is ejaculating everywhere. So um, I'm going to go Panthers just because, like, even though I know the Browns have a lot of stuff to work with, there's going to be some urgency from the Panthers that I don't know if the Browns are going to be able to match. If that makes any sense. I yes. mean, you got Christian McCaffrey who's going to be playing harder than he's ever played before. His, he might pull his, a butt cheek again doing so, but he nah, has man. a lot to prove. He doesn't get hurt to the second game. He has no, that one no, good I game. Mean, I'm just saying he, he could get hurt the first week because he's got a lot to prove nah. because he's been gone for two years. He'll have a really great game, and they'll praise him like, oh, look, MVP, he'll go down next week for the year. It's probably true, but I'm just saying, dude, I, I wouldn't expect – Anything less than a victory from the Panthers because the Browns, they just don't have quarterback leadership right now, and I think that's just going to cause a few problems. Market eight, dude, Panthers. Next, we got the Colts and the Texans. I mean, I don't know why anyone would pick the Texans, so I'm going to go Colts. <laughs> uh, you know what? For the hell of it. It's going to go Texans. Divisional game. Well, that is a hell of a pick. Well, let's get into the nitty gritty. Giants, Titans. Now, Yeah, we got an afternoon place. game, buddy. Yeah. It is an afternoon game. People are going to be able to kind of see it. No, actually not. Um, <laughs> you can only see it in Tennessee and, and New York locally. But if you got a Sunday ticket, we're streaming mm, it. Well. Yeah, I mean that's mostly the Giants. Well, I mean the the Packers and the Vikings are playing at the same time, and if you're a neutral fan, I mean, what would be a better game? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it's mostly. I mean, if the Giants were a better team, then you know, if somebody Daniel would care. Jones. But since they're not, no one does. No one does. Now, with that being said, though, I still don't care about the Giants, and I'm going to go with the Titans because 
there's really no reason for them to lose this game. Now, will it be a close game? Yes, it'll probably be closer than it should ever be. Yes, dude. But they're going to win this game. Yes, dude. That is exactly the way to say it. It's going to be closer than it should be. And I'm I am afraid of that because that's what we do. We play down to people. I mean, we're playing against Daniel fucking Jones here, dude. Like, it's come on. true. You're going to probably make him look good in week one, but that's just the problem. That's what we that, did, man. Well, no, but that's a lot of you know defenses not being prepared in time yet because it takes a little while for a defense to really start gelling versus these offenses. So a lot of these first games. I'm kind of just basing it on who I think has a better offense because the defense is just going to be a mess anyway. Uh, also, too, we have a bad habit of losing to first-time coaches in their first games. So, yeah. It's going to be well, a new head coach. Case, but, uh, I hope not, but somehow well, we're going to make uh, Daniel Jones look like a fucking Hall of Famer for some reason. I don't oh, know. yeah, he's going to look good. Yeah, I definitely know that. Fucking um, sickens me. Another week one matchup was the Chiefs and the Cardinals. Uh, a lot of favoritism towards the Chiefs. I'm going to pick them, but let's be honest, man. I don't like us when we're playing inside. For some reason, we don't like playing inside. Like, as an outdoor team, we do not thrive indoors. And, you know, like, they're always like, oh, but they're playing indoors, and now, you know, you throw the ball. This I don't know, man. Like, I think Patrick needs some wind to, you know, help the ball glide a certain way, man, you know. But either way, um, I'm going Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs, too. It's the fucking Chiefs, y'all. Oh, my God. Well, further on our list here, we got the Packers and the Vikings. Uh, the Packers got a lot of question marks as far as the wide receivers are concerned. So I'm going to go Vikings because, again, they d- haven't changed a lot, and they were supposed to have been good last year. So I'm just going to ride the fact that maybe they'll just get it right this year. Maybe. Maybe. I'm still going to go uh, Packers. Oh, my. Just because, man, dude, I just do Cook Cousins, man. You're like a Tannehill, dude. That's all. No one's talking about Kirk Cousins. In the regular season. Hell, as a matter of fact, Kirk Cousins isn't the same player from one half to the next. But, like, <laughs> this is more than just him. You know, this is a team effort. Ah, uh, yes, true, man. I mean, Jefferson's with him. But I still got Packers. Trust me, there's going to be another week where we hear about Aaron Rodgers yelling at his wide receivers. Ah, uh, yes. I look forward to it, too. You can't do anything right. Man, whatever, right. old man. Go take some now, speaking of two teams that can't do anything right, the Raiders are playing the Chargers, two teams that seem to always get in their own oh, way. When it, and that's another team that's hyped. For apparently, Raiders are going to just dominate the AFC West this year. Well, look, the Chargers are supposed to dominate. The fucking Chiefs are the only team that's not supposed to, yet they have been. It's just really odd. But either way, that said, I'm going to take the Raiders. Oh! This Wild card. Whoa, come on, dude. This game is going to be a home game. Are you going to tell me you don't think that SoFi Stadium is going to be full of Raider fans? I'm not arguing that at all. No. I'm just Look, shocked. These two teams might as well be like on the same par. 
I don't see either team really having one advantage over the other, except for maybe coaching, but then the Chargers coach is an idiot who keeps going for it on fourth down when they really shouldn't be. So I think he might even coach himself out of this victory. Uh, Josh McDaniels, I don't think, is going to do as bad as he did his first time around coaching. He has better tools. I think this is the Raiders' year to be better. They were already good last year, or at least, you know, better than they had been. They got rid of their coach. That was probably the main problem. They did well for an interim coach, so I think they're going to get things done for this new head coach. And I just, I don't, I'm not saying that Herbert isn't as good as people say he is. I just don't know if he's going to have the right components to help him get it done. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to go to Chargers on this one. All right, man. I just don't, I think, uh, I just think that um, Derek Carr is going to have a little trouble. Why is he going to have trouble? He's going to have a home game. I just don't believe in Derek Carr, man. I, yeah, but I don't I don't understand how you think he's going to have trouble. The man has been good and consistent for like five straight years. He now has a wide receiver that he used to throw to in college, and it's the best wide receiver he's probably had on his team for a pretty good time. Uh, I mean, I won't say that Amari Cooper isn't, like, good and wasn't good, but, like, I think Devontae Adams is better than what he's ever had before. I just don't I mean, oh, even as a Chiefs Aaron fan. Rogers, Aaron, What's huh? up? Better than Aaron Rodgers, huh? Well, I don't think Aaron Rodgers was the reason why Devontae Adams was good. I think just like Devontae Adams was good, he just had to have Aaron Rodgers with him. I think Devontae Adams is going to be good regardless of who's throwing the ball to him. All right. That's a fair point. I just don't believe it. I mean, you know, like Randy Moss was pretty much good whoever was throwing to him. Sure. But um, and then our final game of Sunday. Of Sunday. The Buccaneers and the Cowboys. Oh. Uh, Tom Brady's going through some personal shit. <laughs> uh, I just don't think it's going to affect him when it comes to actually playing. But I'm concerned about their new coach. I love it because he's black. Brothers need work. Cowboys have a lot on the plate. They're at home. They need this bad. I know the Buccaneers know that they can win later in the season. Because, I mean, the season that they won, they what rattled off like six straight victories at the end or some shit. I think this is going to start off a little rockier for the Bucks than they want. So I'm going to go Cowboys on this one. Um, yeah, I could see it. And then um, I could see the Cowboys pulling it off and then Tom Brady being all like, oh, is this Tom falling off? Is this the cliff and shit? And then he'll use it for motivation, some stupid shit like that. Yeah, I'm going Cowboys, too. <laughs> and then our final, final game. Usually there was two Monday night games, but now the NFL is being weird. So there's only one Monday night game this season for the start of the football week. Fucking and dark. it's going to be the Broncos and the Seahawks all alone. 
just so that there's the one storyline that we can talk about. The story of Russell Wilson leaving, making his way over to the Denver Broncos, and in return, Drew Locke made his way to the Seahawks and the bench. So with that being said, let's talk about this game. I'm thinking Broncos all the way. But as I mentioned earlier, I don't think it's going to be some sort of landslide victory. I think it's going to be a little tighter uh, just due to familiarity. Yeah, I've got Broncos. All right. Uh, just Russell. Just, it's a revenge game. He's going to be like, you should have paid me. You should have well, paid me. I mean, I know there's going to be that chip. But at the same time, I just don't think it's going to be a landslide. It's week one. It's a sloppy week of football. Defenses aren't quite ready yet. And, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, no, I, I just don't I don't see this, t- this game getting out of hand. But it's going to definitely be a Broncos victory. I mean, that's, I'm not even concerned about that. But I just don't know if it's going to be like a landslide. I just don't think it will be. Nah. All right. Well, those are our picks for the week, everybody. Check in with us next week to find out how our picks did. See if we did well. See if we did okay. See if we did awful. We shall see. But again, for the most part, we were kind of going with what the analysts were saying. I think I kind of went off uh, kilt a couple of times, a few more times than you probably should, but as a reasonable gambler. So I wouldn't make these gambling bets just yet. Uh, we got to see what looks like after our, uh, the dust settles. Now, anything else you want to cover here, Duke, in uh, our week one conversations about the season? No, sir. Nothing at all? No, nah, I mean, I mean, we really just don't know until the first of the game. I mean, I'm excited. I'm sure you're excited. Uh, falls back. It's true. It's exciting. You know, you know, never just, know what's going to happen. And the first game is going to kick off tomorrow in, again, 100-degree weather. Gosh, honestly, I, if you go put a, down a bet on the uh, Rams tomorrow, I would not be mad at that because that's just – I. I just don't see the Bills being okay with that heat, man. Like, Hot. if I still believe that was an indoor stadium, like I was told, and hadn't experienced it re- in real life, I'd probably say the Bills. But since I know that's going to be a fucking oven, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think it's going to be good for the Bills. Um, yeah, I just don't think. 103, man, it's brutal. I remember that one time I was down there, man, and, like, I don't know, man. It got a hot night, dude. Yeah, it's going to be 103, and we've been actually having humidity recently. Oh, my God, ridiculous. dude. Dude, when I was down there, I slept at night, man, and, like, it was so hot, dude. Like, and you do that every night, man. And, yeah, if you're not used to that shit, that's going to fuck with you, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, 103 with any added humidity, I mean, these Bills players are going to struggle. They're going to drop like flies, <laughs> man. Watch right. out for injuries, too. Especially That's that what I'm thinking heat. too. Yeah, I'm thinking some cramps. Some, you know, legs are going to be a little tighter than they want. Well, one thing we're going to say before we head out is that we're going to say goodbye to Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders decided to call it quits and retired here, folks, at the age of 35. Uh, he actually spent his last season with the Buffalo Bills, uh, but he's decided to call it quits. 
Now, better known for his time with the Denver Broncos, but he did have a pretty good run with the the Bills here recently and even had some, you know, shining moments, even a standout season. Uh, but I guess he's decided that this is time for him to put up the cleats. And you know what? He put together a pretty good see, uh, career, and maybe we'll be seeing him wearing a gold jacket. I don't know. He's going to be like a cusp kind of guy, but he might get it. Yeah, I mean, uh, Deion Sanders, if he had his way, uh, he would have a silver or a bronze jacket. So uh, I really enjoyed Emmanuel Sanders. He was a hell of a co- uh, player. So, hey, man, you did it. You retired. You went out on top. Good for you. Um, I wish you nothing but the best, buddy. Yeah, and, you know, you wonder sometimes if it's like, you know, CTE plays a part in some of this. You know, because, like, you know, when you see a lot of guys recently who've passed away and then they, you know, do autopsies and stuff and find out, you know, they had, like, serious head trauma. You know, you wonder if, like, some of these guys are thinking, like, you know, I've put together enough money to live, like, Maybe I don't need another few shots to that. Uh, it's true. Um, because you got to worry about your health, too. He may be. Well, it's just like, why amass all this money if you never get a chance to enjoy it? Yeah, exactly. So good for him, man. He didn't have to be yeah, like dude, Tom again, Brady and whose wife just pay. left him. You know? <laughs> Like, come on, Tom. Emmanuel Sanders knows when to Tom hang it up. Brady's wife has not left him. They're just having rocky turmoil, and they'll be fine, I'm sure. Once I hear that divorce papers have been brought down to the field right before play, That'd be awesome. I'll know that shit's real. That'd be awesome. She, like, sends uh, a guy out there who gets sews him on the field. Oh, no, she would definitely do it, like, right before a game just to, like, mess with them if she, if she would do it. Oh, she put, like, a little curse on him, too. I mean, if she just ran off to South America, I mean, again, she's got all the money. I mean, not that he's going to be destitute if he if they get a divorce, but, you know, he ain't going to be living as lavishly. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, folks, for listening to yet another episode of the podcast formerly known as the Ricky Williams Trilogy. If you'd like to hear us doing other things, check out everything we do under the FumbleRooskySports.com blanket. Also, check out our other podcasts like Money Mouth, which we'll probably be kicking up here next week. relatively soon. Next week, we're going to do uh, week three. Um, Will it be week three? Well, week yeah, this is week two. Yeah. Yeah, Next week's week three. Week three. Uh, it'll be week three, I guess, at that point. We'll have an idea. See some of the dust settle with college football. See if and we know what's cup- going on. We'll Looks get a few like USC cupcakes. is going to be pretty good this year, seeing as they stole all of Oklahoma's players. <laughs> well, also check us out on anything that you enjoy your podcasts on, and also follow us on social media through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Anything else you'd like to say, Duke, before we head out? Uh, be excellent to each other and go Titans. And, of course, go Chiefs, led by the beautiful biracial Patrick Mahomes, who's going to be tossing that pigskin around, giving love to all of the players, but probably mostly Kelsey. <laughs>